everybody. Welcome to Dawson's Darlings. Today we're going to be talking about Season 2, Episode 12, Uncharted Waters. I only very recently, like in the past three, two or three years, learned that it was not Uncharted Waters. It's Uncharted Waters. You thought... The whole I thought it was phrase. unchartered, like it's uncharted territory, uncharted waters. I think that that's fine. No, someone, my boss corrected me. Oh. And was like, by the way, it's uncharted. And I was like, okay. How long relax. ago? Relax. Like three years. It was uh, pretty recent. Ah, uh, copy you. So I don't work there anymore. I wonder why. <laughs> this episode first aired January 27th, 1999. The Netflix episode summary says, as a fishing tournament provides a chance for father-son bonding, Gail's report about teenage girls exposes the friction between Jen and Joey. An okay episode summary on Netflix's part. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. This episode was written by, stop me if you've ever heard of these names before, Dana Barada and Mike White. Oh, very, very Dawson's Creek OG right here. A veritable who's who. Of Dawson's the Dawson's Creek writers. Creek writers' room, yeah. Um, and it was directed by Scott Pullen. Scott Pullen is also an actor. What? Stop! Are you pulling my leg? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Thank Excellent. you. Good night. Excellent. All right, that's our time. Thank you so much. You can find her at Ashley Zaz. That's the only thing you'll care about for this from episode. Here. <laughs> <laughs> I hate um, myself. No, he, uh, he's directed a lot, but he also is a pretty prolific actor, and um, he was in Teen Wolf, The Right Stuff, Turner and Hooch. Turner and Hooch? <laughs> What's? I don't know. That was like an inside joke I had with myself, I think. <laughs> okay, coffee. Because <laughs> it really cracked me up, and I don't know why. Oh, I love that. Um, he directed just this one episode of Dawson's Creek. We got him. We got him. We got, we pulled him. I love it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Untoppable. But we'll persevere. We'll move on knowing no, that we've hit our peak. So everything else is downhill from there. You'll get used to it. <laughs> uh, cold open. We open on Pacey playing darts in Dawson's bedroom while Dawson works on his, on his script. And then they talk about the upcoming fishing trip where we'll finally meet Pacey's dad. Okay, yeah, I was wondering if this was actually the first time we met Mr. Witter. I, I was pretty sure. But also, this was a pretty sleepy, cold open in general. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very, I don't know, it was just very sleepy. Not a lot going on. The, the yeah, action is Pacey playing darts, but there's not like... Exactly. Yeah. The action is Pacey playing darts. Whereas normally the action is Dawson and Joey making out. So Ooh. maybe a Pacey and Dawson make out. Ooh, I mean, no. <laughs> I don't know how I'm supposed to respond to that. You liked it. What was I your did. first response, though? It was... <laughs> Rewind. They're Play both over 18 in, as actors. In real so life. Fine. Yes. Fine, fine. <laughs> We're not creepy. <laughs> um, Dustin says that Pacey's dad is a little intense, but he thinks sometimes Pacey exaggerates things, which I don't know. Dude, this is a family that brought Deputy Doug into the world. So, uh, yeah, and they've been kind of hyping up Pacey's dad to be a huge dickwad anyway, so I believe it. Yeah, I don't understand Dawson's thing here. 
Yeah, Dawson, you have like the best dad ever, kind of. Okay, keep it in your pants. Um, so yeah, I mean, you should have pretty high standards for how dads should act. And Mr. Witter clearly does not fit the bill. Yeah. Um, then this part confuses me. Pacey says that if he can hit a bullseye with a dart, it's going to be a great weekend. So he throws the dart and I think he actually gets a bullseye. But then Dawson says best two out of three. So I'm, I have no idea what the hell just happened there. I don't know either. I mean, the best I can think is like... It was just a mix of two different takes or something? I, I think what they're supposed to show is that Pacey, because later we'll go back to darts um, and like a little moment between Pacey and his dad. So I think that we are supposed to see that Pacey is good at darts, but I don't understand mm-hmm. the best two out of three thing. Act one, Pacey and Dawson ride bikes <laughs> and they get stuffed by Pacey's dad, Mike beep, Witter. Beep. What a beautiful shot this is. Yeah. I really enjoyed this shot. We have a little gazebo in the background right along the water. It's really beautiful. Well yeah. done. Do you think it's because you're currently um, waterside right now? <laughs> yes, I'm very biased and I only appreciate waterside shots. When you're there. Mm-hmm. When you're at the If water. I was back home in my tiny little apartment, I'd be like, no, 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 this is way too vast. Yeah. Uh, what the listeners don't know is that Zaz is currently a lady of leisure. Yes, I really, Kim the other day was like, you really are living the life. And I was like, you don't even know. <laughs> you, like, I'm not even joking. You don't even know. I'm just, I really need to figure out a way to be independently wealthy. I think about this a lot. I would be so good at being rich. Me too. So I wouldn't productive. be like a douchey rich person. I would also be very productive. I would also focus a lot on self-care, which is very trendy right now. Mm-hmm. I would really just like appreciate all the small things in life. And I would share my wealth Yes, because I love people and I love my friends and family. Mm-hmm. So I would like take them on the yacht with me. And you hate unrequited love. So you would make I, sure that people were falling in love all around you. 100%. That, what's, that's what makes me so unique and original. <laughs> I'm having the same opposite experience as you because Zaz and I are both on hiatus from our shows and my hiatus has been lots of like very fun vacations that I've had a lot of fun like yeah, going you've had a good all time. around the state of California um, and then when I'm not traveling all around the state of California I'm putting in a solid 13 hours of work on various things throughout the day but I well, also love it <laughs> You yeah you are have a crazy work ethic you're such a hustler but none I also hasn't have a, played out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I prefer to just lay on the beach and uh, be in my feelings. Yeah. I don't like that. Before we go on, this headline just popped up on Huffington Post. And I just want to get your thoughts because we're actually talking about Dawson and Pacey right now. So I thought it was a good little fit. Uh, Huffington Post. This man and his best friend are straight, married, and have kids. Here's why they tell each other, I love you. Oh, that's so sweet. That's so sweet. Probably not a headline. If it was women, it wouldn't be like, these men no. are unique. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. Like, can we please normalize men just like loving each other? Like, why is that so bizarre? Yes. So stupid. I, I love everyone. Me too. Literally. Oh. Everyone. Literally everyone? Everyone. If you're listening, I love you. Mr. Witter. So this is the first time we meet him. Great casting. This is the first time we meet meet him. He's played by John Finn, who can currently be seen playing Earl Sutton on The Walking Dead. 
He also played John Stillman in Cold Case. I liked that huh. show a lot. He's been a- Oh my god, I loved that show. Yeah. He's been around for a while. He's one of those like actors that play small parts in everything. Yeah. Um, but great casting here because he's like, you know, he plays the douche pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. They're riding their bikes. And um Pacey's dad, Mike Witter, is in his cop car and then pulls him over. A very cool vibe right off the bat from Mr. Witter, who says <laughs> first that when Dawson is a famous filmmaker, he'll have to come back and visit Pacey, who'll be flipping burgers in town. Okay. Which, hey, man, at least he's got a job. Yeah. First of all, can we stop shitting on the service industry? Like a job <laughs> is a job. Cut to 2021. People are lining up to be burger flippers because a job is a job. And cut to 2020, and, America's Heroes. Yeah. And it's probably paying more than you're getting. Yeah. Certainly in the news less. He also says that um, they'll either win the fishing tournament or, quote, end our lives at sea. Not dramatic. And then he doesn't even say hello to his son. This dude's such a dick. And Dawson is not supportive enough of supportive of enough of Pacey. I agree. He wasn't in the cold open either. <sighs> Everyone's like, oh, Pacey, you're so dramatic. Your dad sucks. You're right. And it's like, no, but he really does. He, he sucks. Like, yeah. He's a police chief. What do you expect? Uh, at school, Dawson and Joey talk about prep for his new movie. Dawson says that Jen's a great producer, which I'm sure his ex-producer and ex-girlfriend is super happy to hear about it. Yep. Love uh, it. Joey says that it's too bad that Jen didn't produce the last one, which Je- jealousy. Is that you? Is that you? <laughs> Dawson also says that doing that movie was the best period of his life. Yikes. <laughs> I mean, I hope not. I hope I sincerely hope not. Yeah. <laughs> You've got so Yikes. much to look forward to. You're 15, dude. Yeah. Um, and of course, as they're talking, Jen walks up. Dawson leaves because dykes. Why wouldn't he? Um, and then Jen says that she actually needs Joey's help because she's helping Gail with a report on teenage girls as the new consumer platform. Um, Jen asks Joey to come over because they need thoughtful and articulate girls. So we're back to Jen shooting for friendship with Joey and Joey being not interested at all. <sighs> I am almost as... <laughs> tired of Jen and Joey's back and forth in their little relationship as I am about Dawson and anyone else's relationship. You know, like, I'm just like, either be friends or don't be friends. Just but pick a side and stop pulling us through the mud about it. Yeah, I agree. I obviously want them to be friends because I'm always for women supporting women. Also, though, I really love Joey's like little half updo this season that's going on. She's still rocking the tendrils. But she's got this cute little up to every once in a while. I think I'm into it. Yeah. Good for her. <laughs> uh, I, uh, you look like so joyful when you said it. <laughs> You're so proud of her. <laughs> um, at the docks, the dads are being very cheesy. Mr. Mammy is overdressed, as in he has a shirt on. <laughs> um, and Pacey forgot to tell Dawson that, oops, I also invited Jack on the trip. LOL, Jack is coming too. <laughs> um, and then at the Leary House of Local News, not only are Joey and Andy going to be part of the piece, so is Abby. Who invited Abby? Jen. I don't know uh, why. So, oh, God, Jen. Um, you know. I know. It's like, Jen, come on. You know, that's all I can say about her. 
uh, on the boat, Jack and Dawson have like a very awkward conversation where Jack says that he didn't know Dawson would be there and uh, he wants to talk it out between the two of them. They want to be friends. And, uh, I mean, yeah, friends like, is a stretch, course, but. Of course Dawson's going to be there. First of all, Dawson's dad is there and Dawson is Pacey's BFF for L. Oh. For L, for L, for L. A-E-A-E-A-E. <laughs> Never doing that. BFF. A-E-A-E-A-E-A-E. I do because I definitely had friends that I felt that way about. That's not <laughs> true. I did. And I'm still friends with some of them. I would never want them to think otherwise. Aw. And they definitely listen to the podcast. Well, maybe if they know now that I talked about this moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dustin says that it's pretty surprising that Jack would leave his girlfriend alone for the weekend since their relationship is so new and vulnerable, and it's right in this early stage where some new kid is going to come to town and steal her away. I don't know what Dawson is referencing, but it sounds specific. Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. <laughs> um, so now the story, the act two, the episode kind of splits into like A and B stories. Kind of, I guess they're both technically A stories, uh, but they don't cross at all. So we'll talk about fishing first and then get to the news segment afterwards. I I uh, so the fishing. Everyone gets on the boat and Mike pairs everyone up and gives them a job, leasing, leaving Pacey out with absolutely nothing to do. Um, and then tells them like off to the side that he needs him to do all the grunt work. And off Pacey's, this sucks, tells him that <laughs> a lot of things in life suck and it's his job to repair him, to prepare him for the inevitably. Inevitability. Inevitable. Inevitable. <laughs> Indubitably. <laughs> 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 that was uh, a very generous laugh and i appreciate i don't know it. why i found it so funny um god can this guy be any more of a stereotypical dick dad to his son no well I'm he so will glad. later <laughs> yeah oh yeah that's true yeah. stay tuned <laughs> basically yeah it's the like toxic masculinity is just seeping off of this guy this guy needs a subscription to headspace Oh, Andy. Oh, um, we also get a nice shot of Jack having a fly land in his ear. I don't know what it is about his reaction to it. Like just him, like seeing the fly land in his ear and like shaking it out and like putting his little finger in there. I think of it often for some Aww. reason. <laughs> like, it's very endearing. It is. He doesn't. It's that, you know, when nobody you don't think anyone's watching you and you're not really aware of your body and you're just like reacting to something. I like yeah. that. Yes, and I think it's very important for us as an audience to always like Jack. Yes. So, and that helps, those stupid little moments. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Why do you think we need to like Jack? Always like Jack. Um, Because I think it's important that we don't see him as a threat to any of our main characters in any way. Yeah, I think we already have Abby. And yeah, we Chris. have our villain. Um, And we don't need, I think like it's... In this world, not in your world, but in this world, it's very important that we are always holding out hope for Dawson and Joey. I think it like which then you would think that Jack would be the villain, but you want him to you want to like him still. Like you want to think that Je Joey's with somebody who is not a th an active threat to Dawson. Right. And also you have to think. As long as Pacey and Andy are together, Jack will be there. So there's no point in the audience disliking him. Yeah. You can only benefit from Jack being like this cute and daring, goofy guy well, as long as Andy's around. Yes. So why not? Yeah. Why not play this little cutie? Yeah. Why not? Okay. Okay. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> um, speaking of him being the nicest always, he offers Dawson a sandwich and then tells him that he didn't steal Joey away from him. Dawson sa- says that if he thinks that things are over between him and Joey, he's delusional. A very oh. cool reaction for to someone who just offered you food. Yeah. <laughs> way to way to take the high road. Yeah. Jack says that if Dawson has any respect for Joey, then he better respect him too. Which I'm not sure the math adds up there, but I really appreciate the confidence from Jack. <laughs> I think you gotta appreciate the effort there. He's yeah. like, you know what? I'm gonna say this to him. And it's gonna sound cool it's gonna fucking land yeah on this <laughs> boat um speaking of things landing on the boat mike gets a fish on the line papa witter uh but it breaks and when pacey tells him the other poles on the other side of the like fairly small boat so literally feet away mike yells at him about how he can never follow instructions okay <sighs> mike yeah he's a complete dick uh mike leaves and dawson asks pacey what he was thinking by including Jack uh, on their trip. Come on, Dawson, relax. Like, Pacey is your his girlfriend's brother. I mean, Jack is Pacey's girlfriend's brother. Of course he's going to invite him. Lay yeah. off. Also, Pacey is dealing with something right now, my man. Yeah, read the room. Not everything's about you and your ex-girlfriend. It's not called Dawson's... Cri- oh. <laughs> Shit. Damn it. <laughs> it should be called something like Friends. Wait a minute. Oh, damn it. No, that hasn't been a show yet. Yeah, it definitely is a show in 1999. Ah, shit. I'm just kidding. Friends premiered in 1994. Oh, I do know that because of math. <laughs> oh, okay. Got it. <laughs> well, you know how time works, so. I am aware. Vaguely aware of how time works. Um, That's not really true because I wasn't there that day in school. Or any days. <laughs> <laughs> am i right fucking suck at third grade this is proof that you have to listen to every single one of our episodes <laughs> yeah if you don't get it jokes on you after pacey does nothing but somehow is in trouble the boys are headed to dinner in a super shitty dive bar the dads go to play darts and dawson makes some comment about uh, mr man meets midlife crisis so pouty pacey kind of like makes fun of him but I'm all, I'm like on Pacey's side. I'm never not on Pacey's side in this Same. episode or anything. I'm by his side too. Even yeah. when he got the frosted tips. That's how I knew my love was real. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's kind of like when I saw Ryan Gosling in Blue Valentine. Speaking of Michelle Williams and mm. uh, the present day where he's like kind of got a little bit of a beer gut and he's balding. Like, That's how I knew mm-hmm. my love for him was real. Oh yeah. yeah, he looks good no matter what. He really does. Cooling on him, but still. Looks good no matter what. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so Pacey kind of makes fun of Dawson and Jack watches all of it. Dawson asks Pacey why um, he's so pissed off. And as they're like bickering, Jack butts in and said it's because Dawson is an icon in Mike's eyes, which is true. <laughs> but like, I don't know, Jack, <laughs> don't don't worry about this conversation. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is what I'm going to do, because I don't really know what I said just now. So, okay, we're also going to move on. Um, And now it's night night time. And I guess there Mitch is going to sleep in a sleeping bag on the deck. Yeah. So this whole thing with Mitch. uh, I mean, we'll get to the scene with Mitch and Dawson, but the whole thing with Mitch is like really bizarre because like all of a sudden he's this like down and out guy. Yes. They jumped they jumped very quickly on Mitch's like personal life. 
Yeah. Um, Dawson asks him what he's going to do with the rest of his life and he's, if he's okay with money. Yeah. So this scene is very cringy because one, like you would imagine as a father, he doesn't want to disappoint his son and his son is sitting there being like, do you need money? Are you good? Like, what are you doing with your life? Like Dawson, don't do that. Yeah. Secondly, I thought Mitch just like got his own apartment, even though it has like a, you know, wire fence (laughs) and is like, you know, moving on, looking at real estate with fucking Tamara Jacobs for his stupid seafood restaurant. See, person restaurant yeah like it we just jumped really quickly on the fact that mitch is a little bit of a failure am i wrong no i i I agree completely it's very anyway this scene is so very cringy just from a father-son perspective i felt so bad for mitch me too like it's so emasculating too for him like dawson just let your dad be your dad and stop questioning everything he does yes agreed don't try to be his friend Dawson tells him he needs to get out there and find a job. Mr. Mamnit says he's looking for something he feels passionate about. Which is a great life lesson for Dawson. But Dawson thinks that he's got life figured out because he's 15. So he's really seen things. Kim, he's 16. Oh, shit. You're, no, he's 15. Uh, all right. Well, Casey's 16. Remember, his uh-huh. birthday was 48 hours. Right. <laughs> his literal right, day right, of birth right. was but, 48 hours. I mean, I didn't forget, but Dawson sure did. <laughs> it's true. Um... The other thing that's weird to me here is like there I know that this is a fishing tournament, but they didn't go anywhere. They're mm-hmm. not in a different city. So can't he just sleep at home? Yeah. Like 15 minutes away? Yeah, like they're not traveling. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh meanwhile, Papa Pit Papa Papa Pitter. Um, you know, Papa Pitter. Yeah, sure. sure, sure. Uh, meanwhile, Papa Witter is drunk. We know that because his hat is crooked. <laughs> <laughs> Classic sign of drunk people. <laughs> crooked hats. Uh, um, Mike and Pacey play darts and Pacey throws the game. Which that's what I was at the cold open where Pacey like very easily hits the bullseye. Right. I guess that was supposed to be what that was for. Because then after Pacey throws the game, when Mike's not looking, presumably to take another drink, um, he hits a bullseye again pretty easily. So mm-hmm. he's very good at darts. Yeah, right. Good for him. Um, Jack is seasick. And I guess that's all Dawson needs to finally not be an asshole. Um, Jack tells him that his dad is MIA and dumbass Dawson is like, yeah, I know how that feels. No, you don't. You, you fucking don't. <laughs> oh, God. I mean... Good good for you, Jack, for putting Dawson in perspective a little bit. Speaking of dads, poor Pacey's trying to get his dunk, drunk dad to the boat. As Mike is passed out on the sand, um, Pacey does like both sides of a very hard com- father-son conversation and tells him that he's doing better in school. He could maybe go to college. That he's dating Andy. He's in love with this woman. Um, then it, <laughs> poor guy starts crying and asks when his dad gave up on him. Oh, my God. So sad. He says, it's, it's your job painful. to love me, no matter who I am or what I become, because you're my father. Oof. It hurts. It hurts my heart. Good for Josh Jackson for, like, this scene. It's just so well acted and well done. Yeah. He did a great job. We're on a, we're on a Josh basis, him and I. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I call him Joshy. You call him Joshy? Me and Joshy Jax. Do, can I get his number? No, 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 no,
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, those lawyers are specific about that. <laughs> <laughs> sure are. I would know. You would know. You're his lawyer or you had to fight against his lawyers? I just like have a lot of experience with people's lawyers. Ah, copy. Cease and desist letters, restraining orders and such. Uh, and then after all that, it's morning and a nearly passed out Jack has caught a fish. Uh, and Good for you, Jack. You can use a win. Did you notice anything else? No. Was I supposed to? Oh, God. There's a boom. Oh, damn it. Danny G. <laughs> I did the, not see the boom. It's there. Just for the quickest second, we get a classic Danny G fuzzy <sighs> boom. Just when we thought we forgot about him, he just is like pokes his little boom head in there. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, boop, here I am. Don't forget about me, girls. Ever heard of it? Danny G. Oh, God. I really hope this podcast never gets it back around to him. Oh, I don't. Well, it's out of love because we want know. him to be his best. I know. I would still be mortified. Though. <laughs> I would be, too. I would be, too. Um, so uh, so Jack caught a fish, but because fishing is harder than it seems, Jack gives Pacey the fishing rod and then Pacey reels in like a pretty good fish, I guess. I don't know. I don't know anything about fishing. Yeah. Um, but Pacey won the fishing competition. And now his dad is proud of him. So good job, Pace. Yay. That will never change. <laughs> his dad will, your dad will love you forever now. Yay. Yay. Just kidding. Mike tells him to enjoy the moment because he won't have many like it. Oh, Jesus Christ. What a dick. No. Um, then Dawson tells Pacey that there are people who love and respect him, including him and Andy. But that's it. <laughs> that's it. That'll, that, that covers it. Um, and then we get a nice little father-son bonding moment between Dawson and Mr. Manmade. The title of this episode is Tell, Don't Show. <laughs> True. Because that's pretty yeah. much what happens in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, and nothing says uh, television like Tell, Don't Show. Yep. Let's just say things instead of showing them in a visual medium. It's a podcast. It's an early podcast. Uh, let's talk about the news. What if I was like, let's go to commercial? We don't have those, so. Aw. This episode is sponsored by Philly Cream Cheese. Do you want to give the tagline for Philly Cream Cheese? What is it? I don't know. Oh, I don't know either. I'm sure they have one. Oh, I was just going to let you wing it. Oh, you can't spring that improv on me right <laughs> now. I'm not warmed up. <laughs> I have to zip, zap, zop a little bit before I can improv anything, you know, of note. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. You want to give me a location? Yeah, so we're in a prison cell. Okay, prison, prison. <laughs> give me an object. A <laughs> uh, knife. <laughs> <laughs> okay, give me a person. The guard. <laughs> the guard. Philly cream cheese. Good enough for a guard to kill you over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, guys. Yeah. That one's for free. <laughs> <laughs> that one's on the house. Uh, let's talk about the news. Gail asks what the most important issue facing teenagers is today. And um, so as a reminder, I guess because we just talked about fishing this whole time. As a reminder, in this room, it's Gail, some probably pretty uncomfortable feeling camera operators. And um, Joey, Jen, Andy, and Abby. So Gail asks what the most important issue facing teenagers is, and no one wants to talk because 
no one did any prep. Like Gail did no pre-interview work is what I'm assuming happened. Um, So instead of doing the interview right out of the gate, she switches it up a little bit and says she wants to do a little ladies night bonding. Um, Abby says she's going to need a a drink. And Gail says they have junk food in the kitchen. And I, I just love when Gail is a mom. I know. I love when she's like one of the gals. Yeah. She's like, I don't have any booze, but I have junk food. Because they're 16, so yeah. Yeah, of course she's not going to give them alcohol. Just so sweet. I just really like Gail a lot. Me too. She's really... Now talk about a character who's redeemed themselves. Yeah, big time. Good job, K-Dubs. Abby suggests a field trip upstairs so they can rifle through Dawson's room while Gail is getting all the Oreos, I guess, out. Um, And everyone else follows along, I guess, out of curiosity more than anything. I love that Andy is the one who, like, starts off the following... Cause she's like, no, yeah, I'll go. And then Jen and Joey are like, okay. Cause obviously they've been in there before. They know every inch of that room. That seems so out of character for Andy, but I like it. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I mean, I would too. I think I, I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> um, in the, in the bedroom, Jen and Joey lock Abby in the closet. Also known as Joey's favorite place in the world. So <laughs> Joey's like, you're good in there. There's a whole bed. There's a fridge. If you need anything, uh, you comfortable <laughs> in there for days. You can mark how many days you're in there. You can follow mine. I'm at 172. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Then Andy reveals that tucked behind Jaws, she's found a little movie called Goodwill Humping. Ew. Goodwill Humping is a movie. Yes. Yeah. It looked like there were a couple. And to be honest, I didn't do a a whole lot of research on this. But one of the versions stars Stormy Daniels. Wow. Yeah. So... You don't know who Stormy Daniels is? Just turn on any news station. <laughs> <laughs> um, the ladies watch porn in Dawson's bedroom, and Abby points out that where the tape begins is where Dawson finished. <laughs> and Andy, sweet, sweet Andy, asked, "Finish what?" <laughs> sweet Andy. I mean, she's the only one in that—not the only one in that room, but she's. The one in that room who has sex the most recently. Yeah. She should know. She should know. And what <laughs> happened? I, I get Jen's response. There's Jen's response is shaking hands with the unemployed. I don't get it. Masturbating. Shaking hands with the unemployed. Oh, oh, because he's not getting any. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, get it. Joey calls it waxing the bald-headed bishop, and Abby calls it uh, test-firing the missile. Waxing the bald-headed bishop. That's funny. <laughs> Nothing that Abby says is cool. Again, guaranteed that there is a, a board in the writer's room. Couldn't be up now. Now it would just be no. like a Word document that someone was like, don't look at this, of uh, what they call, what they're allowed to call masturbating on the show and what they're allowed right. to call genitals on the show. Mm-hmm. Genitals. But genitals. <laughs> well, of all kind. More than peens. Peens and weens. Uh, Jen asks what kind of career porn is, and Abby says it's just getting paid for something they love and are good at. Jen, that could be you in a couple years. Just like, Abby, shut up. Listen, Abby, sex work is work. Yes. Okay. Uh, Joey laughs because Joey loves comedy, and then Jen obviously takes offense, so things are going very well in the news story, or in the news uh, section of this episode. I mean, Jen, what did you expect when you invited Abby? Yeah. And then in walks Gail, and Abby straight up says that they were watching a porn we borrowed from Dawson's collection. Don't say that to his mother. No, no. 
Uh, the girls leave and Jen tries to talk to Joey on the side. She says that she's trying to figure out why Joey is sh- so shitty to her. She thought it was because Joey was threatened by her relationship with Dawson, but that doesn't really hold up anymore. So now she know- wants to know why she's still treating her this way. Um, Joey calls her disingenuous and tells her that if she wants to, if they- she wants their relationship to change, she needs to stop trying to make everything, take everything of Joey's. The guy, the job, the gale. Which is the gale. Like, I think fair. I think it's fair. Um, and then Jen accuses Joey of demonizing her instead of dealing with her own insecurities. Joey says, sure, she might be a little insecure. But when Dawson chose Joey, it bruised Jen's ego. And deep down, she still wants to win. Truth bombs. Truth bombs yeah. on both sides. We're here for it. Put the ladies together in a room and truth is coming out. Yes. Maybe Abby is important. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's our conflict. Yeah. We need her. We do need her. Now, Kim... The important question, would you rather be on the guy's trip or hanging with the girls? I think I would rather be on the guy's trip because I love a boat. Same. Um, But I wouldn't want to be on the guy's trip because I am uncomfortable with emotions. Yes, But I wouldn't want to be on the girl's trip because I'm uncomfortable with emotions. Yeah. So would you rather maybe just be in school late night? Ooh. After hours? I think I'd rather be on the guy's trip. Okay. Yeah. Because at least it would be beautiful views. Yeah, they're on the open waters. Yeah. Uncharted waters. Uncharted waters. I, I, I agree. I mean, both settings are a little dramatic for me, but I like being on the water, so I would take it. If we were on the boat together, we'd be okay. At least yeah. we'd have each other. Even though there's... Yeah. Aww. Even though we'd have nowhere to escape. No, At least in Dawson's house, small. you can sneak away. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. There are a million, like, cubbies and shit in Dawson's <laughs> house. <laughs> a million staircases. I don't understand <sighs> the layout of that house at all. Me either. <laughs> I don't think they did either. No. Um, then they do their little cuts and sound bites and stuff for Gail's news story. Uh, Abby gives a great sound bite, which is that, quote, adults idealize their childhood and that leads to censorship. Thoughts? Sure. Well, you know, suddenly Abby's woke. No. <laughs> I They almost had me with her for a second because I was like, huh, Abby, very intelligent. And then I was like, no, I hate you. You're so a bitch. <laughs> yeah. She gives one good soundbite and then she like monopolizes the rest of them. Yeah. Now she's seen some porn. She's ready to talk. Mm-hmm. Um, she also talks about how everyone's too sensitive. She says, you make a cancer joke. Joey gets upset. Make a crazy joke. Andy gets upset. A crack about hoe bags, and Jen starts uh, humping the couch. What? I First said, of all, that makes no sense. A crack about hoe ho bags, and Jen starts humping the couch. You no, know, I heard you. Oh, okay. <laughs> but that makes no sense. Yeah. Okay. No, she says, you make it. <laughs> here's, here's something. Yes, sometimes people can get upset or are sensitive. But also, like, you don't need to make mean jokes. You can read the room. Just. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to publicly call someone crazy just because their mother is having deep seated mental health issues over the death of their son. Yes. Perhaps. Perhaps. Just a suggestion. Whatever. Yeah. Take it or leave it. But that's definitely not. Ooh, everyone's so sensitive these days. That's just like being a good person. Yeah. It's just you're a bitch, Abby. Yeah. Speaking. Why don't you please go jump into the creek with a cinder block tied to your foot? <laughs> a 
thank you and good night. <laughs> um, on Abby jumping into the creek, creek with a cinder block. With a creek. Scrick. Scrick. Um, with a cinder block on her uh, ankle there. Mrs. Screek kicks Abby out. Yes, Gail. Love it. Because she's a great mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, without Abby, the girls are able to talk more freely. They basically just kind of like sum up their characters. <laughs> um, this is a solid episode for someone who has never seen the show and wants to know more about the characters, mm-hmm. I would say. But we already know them. So it's like we don't need to sum it up here. Like no, no new information is coming out of this episode. True, but we do love a powerful Gale moment. We really do. Yeah, here for it. And it's... Overall, the episode, it's nice to see Gail like this, and it's nice to at least meet Mike Witter. Yeah. So, you know, there's something, at least. Abby's uh, comment to Gail is so uncalled for before she storms out. What was it? She says, at least I don't sleep around. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. like, there's something. At least I don't sleep around. And Gail just fucking takes it because, like, who gives a fuck what this snobby little 16-year-old says anyway? Yeah. But it's so uncalled for. I mean, Abby's such a good villain. She is. And just to any... she you know what she is? She's the Joker. Oh. Because it's to no... For nobody. Like, yeah. it's, it's for no reason. She, yeah, she doesn't even benefit from it. She doesn't give a shit. She just does it. Some yeah. people just like to watch the world burn. Nice. What's that from? The Dark Knight. Is it? I think it's from Batman. <laughs> Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I watch those movies every single year. <laughs> like, I don't know what it is. Um, anyway, so uh, in the kitchen, after their sound bites and everything, but everyone's still over there, uh, Mrs. Screek thanks Joey for helping with the news. It's the mo- I think everyone spent the night, which seems very unnecessary for a segment of local news. Yeah. Well, it is Cape side and we don't know time. <laughs> um, Gail says that as she was listening to everyone talk about their fears and dreams, she started to feel sorry for herself because she's always wanted a daughter, but then realized that she has Joey. Aww. It's very this. sweet. She calls her her surrogate daughter or yeah. something like that. It's very sweet. And she's done this before, maybe in season one. And I really like how Gail kind of mothers Joey a little yeah, bit. Yeah. After the beauty pageant. Yes. It's just very motherly. I just love it. Yeah. Out on the porch, Andy finds Abby, who didn't go home and is now waiting for her mom, who thought she was spending the night, which then brought up the question of everyone knew this was a sleepover. (laughs) So, again, why are they sleeping over? And also, why are you in the same clothes as yesterday? (laughs) And wait, Abby stayed on the porch through the night? Yeah. It's supposed to be January. (laughs) Abby, you good? You need a blanket? (laughs) Um, this, I listened to a political podcast with, um, some old Obama staffers and one of them was one of his speechwriters, and then also went to go write for the newsroom that Aaron Sorkin, remember that show? Mm-hmm. And, um, he only recently has started telling stories about being in that writer's room and, um, said it didn't go well for him because at one point everyone was talking about like some some storyline in the newsroom and it was all like very serious and dramatic. And this guy goes, why are they so serious? 
at best, on their best day, they just make like a really good episode of Rachel Maddow, which is <laughs> it's so true. And that's what I was just thinking of here. Like, why right. are you making these teenagers spend the night? At yeah. best, it's just a good episode of local news. <laughs> yeah, it's like a local news like magazine show. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but I like that everyone's given it their all. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're not it's not Robin Roberts. No. Oh my gosh. It's Gail Screak. Gail Screak. Gail Screak's hour. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so um Abby tells Andy that she actually plays a crucial role in their friend group, but everyone's too unimag- unimaginative to notice. She's the scapegoat. Which N- no. No one feels bad for you, Abby. She's all like, oh, my parent, my family life is too boring. Nothing's ever happened to me. I don't have any trauma. Like, no one feels bad for the person who complains about that. Yes. Ay, ay, ay. And then after all that, her mom rolls up and Abby turns and offers Andy a ride home. Abby Morgan, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, you can't pin her down. Does she? Is she bipolar? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. She's, yeah. This is what I was talking about last week when I said that there was an episode coming up. Um, I forgot that it was coming up so quickly that um, where they do the same thing. It's like you're almost redeeming her a little bit, but it's like not enough given everything that she's done. I think that this is even less because, like I said, no one wants to hear anyone complain about their perfect life. Yeah. And she's literally like, I've never been through anything before, so I don't have any life experience. Like, okay. So I have it harder than all of you. Yeah. Count your fucking blessings. Yes. And Uh, and of all the people to be talking to about this, I think, yeah, you've chosen the wrong audience there, my friend. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Upstairs in Dawson's room, Joey and Jen talk. Um, Joey says it sucks that the people she respects the most are the people that she's most competitive with. And then she says that she respects Jen and Jen says that she respects Joey and it's a nice moment. But I like that it didn't end with and now we're friends. Right. It's still an ongoing journey because, you know, not everything is so tied up in a bow. Yeah. I like Especially that. with women, am I right? Ladies. We are emotional. Mm-mm-mm. You know what I just realized? Because Tell me. I had my screen hidden so I couldn't see how... Um, Sweaty I was in this episode. Um, you're in a yellow chair and I'm in a yellow shirt. We did that on perp. Like mustardy yellow, am I right? Yeah, definitely mustardy. Cool. Or some call it the Padres color. Um, I Padres do. yellow. I know. I certainly do. Next week, we're going to be talking about season two, episode 13, His Leading Lady. And Zaz, because you, yeah, don't, you don't know spoilers. You don't even know. What's about to happen in this next episode? I'm excited, though. You should be excited. I was like, oh, shit. That's right. It's a guest right, star. It's a, it's a cute, fun guest star. Wee! Wee! I literally have no idea who you're talking about. I'm I excited know. to get to it. I know. I love that you haven't... You don't watch ahead or anything. I, I love it. I really don't. And I don't look at anything relating to Dawson's Creek on the internet or on Instagram, even though I really, really want to, because I'm afraid something big is going to get spoiled, and I don't want to do that to us. Something big will be spoiled. So really, really don't. Oh. Later, you can't. I mean, later, don't anyway, so you don't have spoils. But there is something that um, I really just, or there are two things I really just keep you in like, let's just bide our time. Oh. We can get through this. It's kind of amazing. I don't know what you're talking about. I know. It's incredible. 
<laughs> I can't wait for you to get there. I'm really oblivious, I guess. No, oh no, no, not at all. Yeah, okay, thank you. You're perfect, just the way you are. Zaz, if anybody wanted to ask you just like life advice and how to be so great, how to be a genuine 12 out of 10 on a bad day, where can they find you on social media? I'm so glad you asked because I actually am an expert in all of those things. And you can find me at Ashley Zaz on Instagram and Twitter. And if anyone wanted to ask you about the branded color scheme of the San Diego Padres, where can they find you? Oh, and I have thoughts and feelings and I'm ready to talk about all of them at Kim Moffat. And Zaz, if anybody wanted to ask you about just like baller women being Ooh. baller athletes. Listen, let me plug my um, female forward sports media Instagram and blog, Babes Off the Bench, at Babes Off the Bench on Instagram and Twitter and uh, dot com. <laughs> Shit, she's mogul, baby. It's all there. It's all there. <laughs> Give <laughs> us a follow and, and, you know, engage with us. But only in a positive way, please, and thank you. Yeah, it's good content. Thank you. Even better content at Dawson's Darlings. Well, related content at Dawson Starlings. <laughs> <laughs> we, you know, post stuff. Yeah, we've been posting quotes. Quotes, music. Music. You know, you've been there. Yeah, I've seen it. I like that. No, I mean like our listeners. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right, well. Thanks for listening. We really do appreciate it.